All right. Good evening, boys and girls. Uh, you are listening to the 17th episode of the Give Me the Points podcast. little surprise for you tonight. Uh, we're going to go over how we did last week and what we're looking forward to in week 16 of the NFL. This is our Christmas episode. As you can see, I've got my buddy the Elf costume on. The, uh, the point on the hat has faded over the years, but that's okay. So let's get into it. Oh, an ad. It's, it's ruining the intro. Here it goes. All right, now that that's done, here's the music I wanted to play for you guys. Greatest Christmas song of all time. All right, that is the legend himself, DMX, who passed this year. Singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, probably my favorite Christmas song of all time. And uh, I'm joined by a special – I don't even – he's not even a guest now. Um, unfortunately, Tyler and I have come to the agreement that it's time for him to step away from the podcast. Uh, he's working nights too consistently, and that's just not going to work. Um, so I reached out, and – I got my Le'Veon Bell. I got my replacement, and uh, we're bringing him in. This is the one and only Big Bob, and he's going to be your new co-host of the Give Me the Points podcast. Um, this is my formal welcome to you, Bob. I'm glad you're here, and uh, I look forward to the comedy that you're going to bring to this show. <laughs> All right, glad to be here, Soupy. Everyone, glad to be here. Uh, can't wait to get into it. I'm here for comedy, but we're here for a little bit of sports talking, too, but... Not too heavy. All right. But, so uh, listen, glad to be here. I just want to I just want to get this out of the way. Yes, your name is Big Bob on the screen. Um, for those who aren't watching the podcast, I just give give a quick description of why you're called Big Bob. Let's let's get a height and a, a approximate weight here for us. Well, last doctor visit, I was listed as six six and one quarter. Okay. So you know, above average, I would say. Um, also above average on the weight side, I'm about 325. So I am a big dude. I carry the weight well, but I'm yes. still a really big dude. You do. Um, you, I will give you that. You do carry the weight well. Um, yeah, just yeah, imagine six, if I lose weight. Six, six, three twenty five. Um, <laughs> so basically we brought an offensive lineman in. Yeah, basically the yeah. offensive lineman that. Didn't play football. Yeah, you don't have the speed of an offensive lineman, that's for sure. sure. They would all crush me in 40-yard yeah. dashes. Yeah, you'd get cooked. Oh, like, boy. All right. Cooked so, by Tom Brady. Let's be real. We've already, So we have a common friend in the chat already, um, and he says, Big Bobby, can't wait to get it. Can't wait to get into you. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ben. Um, thanks, Ben. Yeah. So, all right. So last week, real quick recap of what happened. Uh, four and four, not the greatest record, but turned a profit. Um, 
We started off with the Thursday night game with the Chiefs minus three. They went into overtime and they walked off the Chargers. They won that game 34 to 28, thanks to Tyreek and Travis Kelsey absolutely going off. Um, and then we had the Bengals. That was a two-unit play on that. We had the Bengals money line as a two-unit to play at plus 125. They beat the Broncos 15 to 10. Had Minnesota minus three uh, as a two-unit play. They beat the Bears 17 to nine on the Monday night game. Um, was that Tuesday night? They played Monday night. Um, and then we had a two-team six and a half point teaser at minus 140 odds. We put 2.8 units on that. Um, so we won two. It was Sam Fran minus two and a half. They throttled the Falcons 31-13. And then the Bills minus three and a half. They won 31-14. So neither one of those games were close. So that was an easy winner. And then the four losses were the four smaller plays. Uh, Washington plus seven and a half. That was a one and a half unit play. They lost 27-17. Uh, under 42 in the Dolphins Jets game, both offenses showed up and they hit the over. It was 31 24. That was a one unit play. We had a one and a half unit play on the Steelers and Titans over 41 and a half. Um, that went 19 13. So that was 32 points. That was very low scoring, super boring game. Uh, and then just the one that never had a chance over 46 and a half in the Saints Tampa game. <laughs> Uh, Tampa lost Mike Evans. They lost Chris Godwin. They lost Leonard Fournette and they lost the game. They got shut out nine, nothing for the 10th time in Tom Brady's career. Only the 10th time he's been shut out. So those were the four or the eight plays four and four plus 2.4 units. So it was a winning week. Um, that's really all we can ask for, but I'm excited for what we've got going on here. We've got some week. 16 lines um, and COVID is being COVID, but we'll see what happens. Um, any takeaways from last week? Who's good and who's bad? <laughs> I mean, the Steelers Titans game was just the worst thing I have ever seen. I, I just, I can't get over a, two teams that should be good. It mm -hmm. should have been, you know, a fun game to watch. And it was just, it was my eyes hurt. My eyes are still recovering, but tomorrow, hopefully a better game. The the playoffs, the playoff race right now is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. um, so like when the Browns losing, if they would have won, they would have been first in the division. They lost. They're now 12th in the AFC. That's how tight the AFC is right now. I'm pretty sure the NFC is awfully tight as well. Mm -hmm. Um So like right now, you're, you're seven playoff teams in the AFC. You have the Chiefs as the one seed. Then New England, Tennessee, and Cincinnati rounding out the division winners. Um, and then in the wild card, since they have three wild cards now, you have the Colts at the five, Chargers at the six, Buffalo at the seven. And then you've got Baltimore at eight and six, Pittsburgh at seven, six, and one, Vegas at seven and seven, Miami at seven and seven, Cleveland at seven and seven, and Denver at seven and seven. So you've you've got what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams in the AFC at either eight and six or seven and seven. It's wild. I, it's, I mean, this is one of the tightest races that we've seen in a, a long time, at least recent history. I mean, and most of those teams are all going to be competitive in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. there's not there's not a team that's just running away like 
the Chiefs did in years past, you know, or we, Tom Brady's Patriots. Like, the, no one's running away. Week 18 is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Week 18 is really going to matter this year. There's going to be yep. – we're going to see five, six, seven games that really matter. The nice part is you're going to see everyone playing. I mean, right. everyone that's healthy is going to be playing because every spot matters. I mean, the Chiefs mm-hmm. are up, what, one game on the Patriots? They need yeah. to win out. I mean, they need yeah. they need help. Or if the Patriots lose to, then, you know, what? I mean, another team's right there. The Titans are right there. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And then, so the NFC, Green Bay clinched. Um, what they, they clinched the division mm-hmm. last week. Uh, they didn't clinch the one seed yet, but they did clinch the division. So, Green Bay's your one seed. And then you've got Dallas at two, Tampa at three, Arizona at four. And the Rams at five, all sitting at ten and four. Um, six is San Fran at eight and six. Seven is Minnesota at seven and seven. Philly and New Orleans eight and nine at seven and seven. And then this is tight. To, I mean, really, Washington at six and eight. Atlanta still alive at six and eight. And then you have Carolina, Seattle at five and nine, and the Giants at four and ten, who's still somehow mathematically alive. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, at four and ten, I just you can just ESPN can just chalk that off as like they're eliminated from the playoffs. I hope, man. That's just that's rough. The Lions were statistically still alive going into last week. There was like 129 things that they needed to happen. Mm-hmm. One of them was them winning. They did that, but I think one of the teams they needed to lose lost or so. So the Lions are officially eliminated from the playoffs. But hey, they are that was dude, what they did to Arizona. Amazing. <laughs> still still in shock. I, I I don't have words for the game. It, it's just I think it took everyone by surprise. And I think it really took Arizona by surprise. I mean, they were they looking ahead. Out, looking ahead. I mean, the Detroit, you're gonna walk right over them. And Detroit came out through two punches right to the jaw. I mean, that's not, kneecaps off. It doesn't feel good. No, no, you got you need kneecaps to play football. Yeah. And that's geez. Dan Campbell's approach. That is his attack. Um it worked. All right, so it's a special request from the chat. He wants a, he wants a yes, 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 yes. All right, this is for for being and being only. Those of you that watch Letter County, go ahead, Bob. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, this that's my Letter Kenny impression. You know, uh, huge fan. Obviously, I mean, yeah. I say it all the time. So, all right, so. I'm, we're going to get into these lines here. We've got week 16. It's going to start off. This is Wednesday. So tomorrow night's game, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. Um, first game, you got the 49ers at the Titans. The Titans are getting three points as the home dog over under at 44 and a half. Um, Elijah Mitchell already announced out. He will not be playing for the 49ers, but Jeff Wilson looked like he stepped in into the job last week against Atlanta. Granted, Atlanta, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. And they're now going up against, I think, statistically the best run defense in the NFL in the Titans, which nobody saw coming coming into the year. Uh, they just shut down Najee Harris. Um, I don't know, man. I think the 49ers can go on the road. I know it's a short week, but I do like the 49ers to go on the road and win the game and cover the spread here. I just can't buy into Ryan Tannehill and his limited options to keep up with Jimmy Garoppolo and his just plethora of options. Um Debo, George Kittle, Jeff Wilson, uh, Brandon Ayuk. I think they get the job done. And I like Sam Fran minus three in this game. 
I just, I just, it's hard for me to buy into Tannehill without a legit running game and Deontay Foreman and Hilliard and who's the Jeremy McNichols. Mm-hmm. I, they're not, I don't see them getting the job done against San Fran's front seven. Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, San Fran is, I mean, like you said, Mitchell's out. I mean, he's our starting running back, but Wilson steps up every, and he stepped up and played great last week. Um, Granted, it was against Atlanta, but I think he can keep it up. I mean, like you said, the 49ers have had too many options. I mean, Jimmy G's solid, but you yeah. have George Kittle. You have arguably the best tight end in the league. I mean, Debo no, right no, now. Not, not arguably. He is. Him and Kelsey. I mean, nope. no, no I, I don't think it's just a nope. Yes. I mean, come on now. Kelsey might be the best receiving. that Tight ends do more than catch the ball. And they're, dude. George Kittle is the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Yeah. The second, second best receiving tight end. I think he's better than Darren Waller as a receiver. So you'd give me the number one blocking tight end paired with the second best receiving tight end. I think that equals the best tight end. But anyway. I, yeah, I, I'm so I'm going to go Kelsey, but right. George Kittle is no slouch. He's one a and one B. I mean, they're right there, but I mean, Debo has just played out of his mind this Amazing. year. He is incredible. And I personally, I didn't see him being this good. I, you know, he's good, but my goodness, is he tearing it up? And like you said, Tannehill cannot, has not been even average without Derrick Henry, which how can you expect most people? You lose the best running back in the league. But I, I'm Tannehill. I do not trust you. Yeah. Give me the Niners all day. I'll take him at minus three. I mean, you could buy them down to minus two and a half if you wanted, but I think they, I think they beat them solid. Yeah, I don't, I don't find the the buying the point necessary here, and I'm normally an advocate for that, but I don't. I you don't know me, I am a big, I'm a big you'll buyer. Buy the the point, you'll buy the most pointless points ever. I know. Hey, you know what? Give me that satisfaction. I'll take. Yeah, it. that that spreads eight. You'll buy it down to seven and a half. <laughs> never. That is never the case. But listen, so. I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, um, Debo Samuel. It's, it's, it's incredible. Like, I don't, I don't know if the NFL gives out a most improved player the way that the NBA does. I don't think they do. I think it's comeback player of the year, which mm-hmm. is obviously a player coming off of injury. Um, but if they did give up, you know, and a uh, most improved player of the year, you would think that like my dog, you would think it would be a, like a, like a shoe in for Cordero Patterson. But it's not. Debo Samuel runs away with it. Like the the year he's having. I mean, the rushing touchdowns. I think he's. I think he'll be the first wide receiver to lead his team in rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns in NFL history. Because I think he took. I think he took the lead last week when he ran one in. He had a ten yard rushing touchdown. I think that was number mm-hmm. six or number seven on the year. Yep. So I think he'll lead the team in receiving touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. Which is absolutely wild. Debo Samuel's a, a freak, man. He's so good, and it's perfect for Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's oh. an offensive guru, mm-hmm. and his ability to mix Debo into the game plan is fantastic. Exactly, he's going to use him right for as long as he's there. And mm-hmm. fun fact: Debo has more rushing touchdowns than Dalvin Cook. Wow. Yeah, I saw that on the at the nine. Uh, the they had a stat up. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" There was yeah. like a few. There was like two other running backs too that were like bigger names. I can't remember them, but probably Zeke. I, Zeke was one of them. Yep, because Zeke has done Zeke and Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, who's a, who's a bigger bust this year? 
My goodness. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's done nothing. Probably. Um, I'm, who would the third one be? Who would be like, Saquon? I don't think he was in there just because he was Pretty, coming off injury. Right, but it but was yeah. another it was another name like that. Yeah. Mm, who could it be? Who could it I don't know. I don't know. All right. So 49ers minus three. Um I like that. I like that as a two unit play. Yep. Yes. A hundred percent. I'm all okay. about that. All right. All right. Next game, Saturday game, Saturday afternoon game. I think this is the afternoon game. Uh, you have the Browns at the Packers. Packers coming in at minus seven and a half at home, over under at 45 and a half. I don't know what to expect here. I would assume that Baker is going to clear COVID protocol and play in this game. Um, but Green Bay just is on an absolute heater, man. Aaron Rodgers, the front runner for MVP going to take the award back to back years. Um, I don't, I don't know. When's the last time we had an MVP that left his team? I don't think I, I can't think of uh, one because Peyton didn't win MVP the year that he left when he, the went, Col- yeah. Yeah, when he went to Denver. Um, Tom Brady didn't win MVP, obviously the year after he left new England and went to Tampa. Mm-hmm. So this would be like, I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, that'd be, I don't know. Maybe Devonta Adams can talk him into staying. I mean, if anyone could do it, Devonta can. I mean, granted, he's tried to get other people to come there and he tried to get OBJ there, didn't come. But no, he was, pissed. I think, I he was real mad. And for good reason. I mean, if o, OBJ goes there, I mean, that's deadly. I mean, I mean you can so, see how he's playing with the Rams. I mean, what just think about Aaron Rodgers. Like they played each other and he asked for the jersey and Devonta Adams was like, go get Cooper Cup's jersey. Because that's who that's the guy you wanted to play with or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was Phil. I mean, yeah. cold blooded. But Green Bay's running attack worries me because Aaron Jones can't get the ball going, and if and AJ Dillon gets the majority of the carries, but he's like it's like two and a half, three yards a pop. Um, obviously that you know Aaron Jones is good out of the backfield, but this Browns defense is stingy, super stingy. Um, and Green Bay's defense has been good, and I don't trust the Browns' offense. I think the Browns' recipe to winning this game is through Nick Chubb, and I, I kind of like the under here actually. And I don't normally like unders in Green Bay's Green Bay games, but forty-five and a half. I'd probably, I'd, I'd say, I'd lean the under forty-five and a half here. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say lean, lean the under. Um, Green Bay. I, if I was going to take a spread, I would, I would still side with Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm not. I'm just not never going to go against him in a game like this against. Baker Mayfield, too, I still don't trust. I don't think he's all that great. Yeah, they're the Browns defense. I mean, Miles Garrett is a freaking beast, man. Defensive player uh, of the year candidate. Of course. I mean, and there's there's no doubt about it. He didn't play fantastic last week, but um I think he comes back with a big week. I just like I don't love Green Bay's running attack. Aaron Jones, like you said, he he isn't doing much out of the backfield running wise. Granted, he can he's one of the best at you know catching and making a play. He does it. And AJ Dillon's getting what he got he got more carries than I think than Jones, Jones last, in back to back weeks. Last last two weeks, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you I like a duo. I like having a running back duo like that. But if you, Aaron Jones is supposed to be a top tier guy, if you have a top tier guy, you're not giving him 
You're not taking away carries from him. You're not taking away carries from Jonathan Taylor or, or anyone like that. Right. Unless he's tired or hurt. And yeah. I feel like that's how Aaron Jones should be. Yeah. But he's not running like that. I think Green Bay's kind of desperate in the running game right now. But Aaron Rodgers, dude. I mean, you have the MVP. He will win MVP. Yeah. I mean, unless if Mahomes goes on some crazy run or I mean, I think that's about it. I'm like, I'm, you know, an old head when it comes to running backs. I don't like the running back by committee. I'm a firm believer in a workhorse running back because I think that running backs are just like quarterbacks. They have to find a rhythm. They have to get going. Um, This alternating series thing I've never understood. And that's coming from a New England fan. Um, In my (laughs) lifetime, I've seen two, well, I guess three workhorse running backs for New England. And that was Corey Dillon when I first started watching them. That was the law firm, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Mm. Um, And then that was um, LeGarrette Blunt. And even even then they had their their designated third down back, um, which none of those guys were ever a third down back. So even Lawrence Maroney, when they had him, he wasn't really a workhorse running back. Um, Kevin Falk came in and got some carries. And then you obviously had the Danny Woodheads. So I just, I don't know, man. I've never been a running back by committee. What Brady has he's, better stats than Rodgers right now. Brady going to win? And no, he's not. No, he's yeah, not. I, I don't see And Rodgers is a plus 125 to win the MVP right now. He is <laughs> the front runner. Um, and Brady's going to have to really show out without Mike Evans and without Chris Godwin and without Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, if they're, if they're, are they a lot long period? Well, Godwin, I know Godwin's, Godwin's done, for, done the for the year. Fournette went on IR and Mike Evans, what was that? I think it was his hamstring. So, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. It, so he's probably done too. I so mean, playoffs probably. I don't yeah. know. So Tom Brady's a plus one ninety five. Okay. I mean, it's it is close, and then Jonathan Taylor and Stafford at plus nine hundred. Yeah, and then Mahomes, not going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I love Jonathan Taylor and what he's doing right now, but you take Aaron Rodgers off the Packers and you take Jonathan Taylor off the Colts. What team suffers more? Oh, I agree. Exactly. I, I mean, with Wentz, the Colts are going to suffer pretty heavily. But I do. Um, but if, if you can't give it to Derrick Henry last year. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how you can give it to Jonathan Taylor right. this year. I, I Derrick Henry should have, could have won yeah. it last year, and you can't give it to Jonathan Taylor this year. But Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers threw like what forty three touchdowns and two interceptions or something like that. Yeah, it's absolutely outrageous. Um, yeah, Jordan loves a stud. They'd be fine without him. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch Jordan Love against the Chiefs? Yeah, oh, that was good. He looked he looked like Kendall Hinton when he started for the Broncos last year in that COVID game against the Saints. <laughs> he was so bad. He looked like he'd never thrown a football in his life. Yeah, oh, just, it, was a, it was a disaster. And they, they caught the, it was throwing the Chiefs like really bad offensive spell. So the game was competitive the entire game, which was mm. you put any decently competent quarterback in for Green Bay and they win that game. Um. All right, so, yeah, I would lean the under here. Next game, Saturday night game, we differ here. Uh, mm-hmm. You have the Colts at the Cardinals. Cardinals is the home favorite, minus one and a half, over under at 49 and a half. 
Go ahead. Who do you like here? A hundred percent. I love the Colts. I <laughs> like I plus one and a half. I like it. I think the Colts, obviously, if it's plus one and a half, I like them outright, obviously. But I I just don't think there's an answer for Jonathan Taylor. He can go off at any point. I mean, mm-hmm. he literally he played well and then he went off for what a 67 yard touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you what do you do against the Patriots last week? I mean, he, put, he rushed very well. And I granted, if Arizona oh. takes that away, if they can keep him under 100 yards, Arizona wins. But I don't think they do. Yeah, it's, and, it's, it's tough to keep him under 100. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And he's absolutely deadly out of the backfield catching the ball. I mean, he, I, I just very much like the Colts. I'm all about that, even though I think Carson Wentz is a bum. I but I I'm rocking with Jonathan Taylor. It's right. just like I would rock with Derrick Henry if if they're if I'd rock with Tennessee with Derrick Henry. I just I don't know. I think there's a little bit of recency bias here in this line. Um obviously mm-hmm. with the Cardinals dropping to the Lions and the Colts coming out and beating New England. Um but I I like the Cardinals the whole way up to minus three in this game. I really do. I, I think the Cardinals are going to win this game. I think that, and I, I don't really like using this term, but I think it's a good bounce back spot. Um, I think the Cardinals are able to right the ship here. And Kyler Murray eventually is not going to turn the ball over on the first possession of the third quarter. <laughs> I, I, think just they, I think he's got seven interceptions mm-hmm. seven. in the first or second possession of the third quarter. He's like been just consistent turning the ball over to start the second half. Um, but I just... I mean, I know they don't have D Hop. I you change your mind. You can yeah, come over kidding. to the you can come over to the good side. I will I will accept you as this week Colts fan. I got you. I've bet the Colts a lot this year, and I'm not no. I like come the Cardinals on. here. Eh, eh, no thanks. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the the small home favorite. Cardinals minus the one and a half is, the, is what yeah. I like there. All right. Tampa at Carolina, Carolina plus ten and a half, over under 44. <laughs> Tampa's offense banged up and shut out last week. Um, Carolina has Cam Newton, so they suck. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, man. I bet against Cam Newton every single week. Uh, over under forty four. I I can't even I can't even side with the under here because I wouldn't put it past Tom Brady and Ronald Jones and Bruce Arians to come out and drop a forty five on Carolina. They have to yeah. dude, those Arians and. Tom Brady have to be absolutely embarrassed about their performance last week against New Orleans. And New Orleans, I mean, they are a super stout defense. I mean, probably the best run defense in the entire NFL. All right, what are you smiling about? <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to any team facing Brady coming off being shut out. Yes, absolutely. Seriously. I, 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 I mean, I agree with that point. I mean, it's a uh, 10 and a half is a lot with all the weapons that the Bucs are missing. Right. And I still think they could win by – 20 or 30 with cam newton playing quarterback for carolina he sucks dude he's so bad <sighs> can't throw the ball literally all he does is take rushing touchdowns away from hubbard and mccaffrey if he was obviously playing yeah but i yeah that's that's a tough game i would still i would still take tampa, tampa. bay with the points that would yeah. be a lean obviously yeah. i'd lean that but i just man i don't know what tom brady's over is is for uh passing, for yards. passing yards, but man, it's gonna high. I it's going to be high, and I still think I would like the over. 
Yeah, that's but, something we'll look at. I think I'm I'm gonna yeah, they don't have them up. They yet, don't have it out. I'm gonna say two ninety seven and a half is the line I, they're gonna play. I love it. It's gonna be it, right below three hundred. He's going over three hundred, so I don't yeah, they're gonna unless if there's some crazy, crazy weather in Carolina, which I I still think Brady's think going so. for three hundred. Yeah. I don't think there's gonna be crazy weather, but if there is, just pay attention. But I still think the Bucks cover ten and a half. Brady, not gonna be not gonna be stopped this week. Yeah. All right. That's something we will look at. We'll look at Tom Brady's passing yards. Um, because without Leonard Fournette, yeah, I do believe it's going to be an aired out kind of game. It's going to be a Gronk, a Cameron Brait, um feast across the middle kind of game. And we'll just – but, yeah, I mean, AB's back, so that's big. AB is back. Boy, AB, AB, AB's going to jump into a top 10 wide receiver in the 100%. league role right it's now. Instantly. Immediately. Yeah. I mean, like that. you take off two, what, top 15 – with Godwin right. and Evans, and you take two you, of them off and you add AB like you add Brady's favorite target back. Exactly. Because when AB is in the game, that is his number one. He looked at it, exactly. Even if the play's not for him, he's still looking for him. He knows where he's at. Like he's going. It's his it's a safety valve. He's yeah. going for him. All right. Next game here. Chargers at Texans. Texans getting 10 points at home over under 45 and a half. Going back to the well. Give me the Chargers minus. I'm going to buy it down to nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Give me the Chargers minus nine and a half against the piss poor Houston Texans. Yes, they won last week, but it was the Jacksonville Jaguars who are going to get back-to-back number one overall picks. Um, it's looking very likely for that to happen because – well, no, no, no. They, no, the they have the Jets. They, they do have the Jets, Jets this week. But so, the Jets are at home. I don't think that even matters because they both just suck. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, minus nine and a half Chargers. Um, buy it down, so that would be a minus 120 odds. Um I like this as a three-unit play. It'd be three units to win two and a half on the Chargers minus nine and a half. Uh, yes, Austin Eckler officially entered COVID protocol today. Um, Keenan Allen banged his heel up in the last game, but he came back, caught the touchdown, looked okay. Um, they lost uh, Parham, who got knocked out cold and went to the hospital. Thankfully, he's okay and mm-hmm. he's been released. Um, but still, you have Josh Palmer as the deep threat. And obviously the big body in Mike Williams. I don't see how the Chargers don't win this game by 17 plus, honestly. But just in case, I always buy it from 10 to nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Chargers minus nine and a half. I think I've made that play three or four times this year. Damn. They've been 10 point favorites a lot. Um, and to go into Houston and just throttle, absolutely yeah. throttle that. They're just, they're bad. They're not good. Davis Mills is the quarterback for the rest of the year and uh, not. Not a good recipe. Justin Herbert gonna go. I'm just gonna ball out. I mean, That's I your couldn't boy. agree more. <laughs> Herbert's my boy. I love him. I love <laughs> Justin Herbert. I, I mean, you can't really even say much about this game. The Texans suck. They played the Jaguars. They beat them. Whatever. I, I put zero stock into that. I don't care. Right. The Chargers will destroy them. I just minus fifteen half minus. I mean, I like it at anything. Davis Mills is, I mean, he could be playing above expectations. Yes. Yeah. But his expectations were dog Nothing. shit, basically. Zero. Like, None. you don't expect anything from him. Yeah. And now that he's playing, I mean, he's he's playing, like, okay at absolute best. And, I mean, the team's terrible around him, too. But Brandon Cooks is still feasting. He is, man. He's good, <laughs> I mean, man. He's he's been good everywhere he's been. I mean, he's hit, he's with the Texans. He's playing well. Like mm-hmm. Davis Mills is throwing to you. 
Super good in New Orleans. Uh, Loved him when he was with New England. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's playing well in Houston, absolutely. Um, But um, real quick, I know I I just thought about it. I saw it behind me. Paid um, respects to the legend of DMX who died. Um, My backdrop today, it says, for those of you that don't know uh, who Burt Reynolds is, he played Turd Ferguson on Saturday Night Live. And one of the categories was let it snow and he pronounced it lay tits now. So um, respect to Burt Reynolds who passed away this year as well. Mm-hmm. Lay tits now. Um, all right. Next game. Uh, so yeah, three units chargers minus nine and a half. Next game. Giants at the Eagles over under 40 and a half. This is the Jake Fromm game. He came in for Mike Glennon last week. This is Jake Fromm's first start, I think. I think it's going to happen. And he looks pretty good, actually. He actually did look pretty good when he came in. Obviously, it was against, like, prevent defense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think this is Jake Fromm. This is the time to shine. It's, it's okay. Fromm. I understand you're really excited being a Georgia man. Damn, I, I can understand why you're so excited and stuttering. I get it. But uh, I just don't think this is a good matchup for him. No, no, it's not. <laughs> and Miles Sanders, what the hell was that this last oh week? Oh, my gosh. Where's where, where he been? I mean, well, he, finally got, he got the ball more than five times. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's been hurt, too. I mean, but, yeah, he got the ball, and you saw how he did. I mean, him and – him and, uh, Yeah. I mean, they're I very much like Miles Sanders, and obviously we both love the Eagles this week. I love their their run game and I mean between Sanders, Jalen Hurts, and then Jordan Howard was who they went to with the game on the line on the final drive. He had seven carries. He is yeah. their he's their go to guy. But Miles Sanders offers that you know get away from the cop speed. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just yeah. I, I I love their running attack. I really do. And yes, the Giants have done well against the run but I don't think that they are going to be able to shut down the Eagles. I like the Eagles in a tease here. Um, I don't necessarily like the 10, but I like teasing the Eagles down. Um, For those of you that listen to the show, you know that once a week we do a tease. We do a two-team teaser. Um, And this week, the Eagles are the first leg in that teaser, and we'll get to the second leg, but we're going to tease the Eagles down. Um, I just – what? What? Oh, God. Just smoke on your face. Why would the cops be chasing Sanders? For those of you that played uh, any Madden ever, Madden, old Madden, it was it was was old Madden. It was old Madden. It was like when Chappelle show was on cable kind of Madden. Um, That was a saying, um, get away from the cop speed. It has obviously been taken out. Um, It's not allowed to be in the new Madden. But get away from the cop speed was a saying when you broke a big run. Um, I mean, it's accurate. Yes. I know. Listen, I'm not. We're not. We're not throwing out racial <laughs> slurs here. No. I mean, I, mean, I, I brought back the 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 um, Terry Bradshaw. Um, looks like he's chasing a bucket of fried chicken last week. <laughs> That's Terry Bradshaw, man. He said, uh, I can't believe he said it on national TV. I just, if, not, if you guys haven't seen it, look up Terry Bradshaw, Reggie Bush. Um, <laughs> in the video of Reggie Bush when he was first came into the league and he did like a like a typical USC 
<laughs> Reggie Bush run where he went left, right, left, right, left, right. And he's talking to JB. Like he's literally, and he's like, he's good. He looks like he's chasing, chasing a bucket of fried chicken, JB. And like the entire set went silent and just looked at him like, you can't say yeah. that. You can't that say that. National TV. Very, very not okay with that. All right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tease the Eagles. Um, next, Ravens at Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus three over under forty five and a half. Um, got some blowback this week on Instagram. Posted the story, <laughs> the um, change my mind meme, and I put that Tyler Huntley is better than Lamar Jackson. Change my mind, and a lot of you tried to change my mind. You didn't. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna change my mind. Huntley was you know, uh, misgraded and did not get the respect he deserved in the draft process. And I think Tyler Huntley is a pretty, pretty good quarterback. And I think he'd be a really good quarterback for the Ravens system. Um, he has the mobility, but he also has a good head on his shoulders. He makes smart throws and he's way more accurate than Lamar Jackson. It's not even close. He is so much more accurate. Um, if Lamar goes, which it looks like he's going to go, I like Cincinnati to cover the spread here. If Huntley goes, I don't, I don't know if I'm buying into that. Um, Cincinnati tough game last week against a really good defense in Denver, um, but uh, I don't know. Interesting game. I mean, who big division? Who game. would who would think that I would that we would take a team starting quarterback if he's playing? We don't want them. Yeah. But if the backups playing, we want them. Yeah. And I, I think that couldn't be more accurate because I think. Huntley played better than Lamar, yeah. at least this year. I mean, Lamar has not thrown the ball that well, and Huntley looked comfortable. Man, he just looked like he was – I mean, what it was was it, 31-30 against the Packers last week? Mm -hmm. I mean, he almost outdoed Aaron Rodgers. Like, you almost mm -hmm. beat Aaron Rodgers doing that, and I, I just don't love Lamar. Um, so I do like – with you, I like the Bengals if, if Lamar plays. The, so the recipe to beat the Bengals is through the air. Mm -hmm. um, their front seven has performed really well against the run. So I don't think that I, – I think you need a quarterback to be able to stretch the ball downfield. And I mm -hmm. like Tyler Huntley and his ability to do that. Um, Ravens versus Bengals has a longest yard kind of five. <laughs> yeah. Based off the history of those two Ray teams. Ray Lewis and Vontez Burfick. Let's get it, yes, baby. Absolutely. Based <laughs> off the history of those two teams and the, the players. Who was – um, God, who was the wide receiver that they had that got decapitated or died out – or fell out the bed of the truck and died? The Bengals. Who was receiver? The Bengals had a receiver that fell out of a bed of a truck and died um, yeah. back in the day. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Hang on. Like, just a pickup truck? Yeah. Just, like, yeah. He's like, riding in the back and just like, fell out. Yes. Uh, that's, first off, dumb decision. Chris that. Henry. Chris Henry. Wow. Yeah. yeah I Chris didn't know Henry. that. Yeah, that's, a first off, just an idiotic move. Yeah, 2009, he, he fell out the back of a pickup truck in what authorities described as domestic, some, a domestic dispute. Mm. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe his old lady was driving the truck, and he jumped in the back, and he fell out the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris Henry fell out the back of a truck and died. Um, he was also he had a quite the rap sheet. Yeah. So, yeah. Wasn't the greatest guy. Not related to Derrick Henry. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no relation to Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know, man. It's interesting. 
this this week's tough. I don't really love a lot of lines. I, I didn't. I would lean. I would lean Bengals yeah. minus base. If you're taking, I would buy the half point here for sure. I would. I don't know about you, but I would definitely take it at minus two and a half. I like that a lot more, but I don't. I don't love that game. Says Lamar is better, bro. He's good. He's real good, but not better than Lamar. Plus, his neck isn't as thick. <laughs> All right, next game. Uh, Lions at Atlanta. Atlanta plus six. Give me no, no, no. Lions no. plus the six. Yeah, there you go. Over <laughs> under at 42 and a half. I love it. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown. His turn is turning oh. into a, a, an extremely viable receiver. 12 plus targets in three straight weeks, um, tearing it up, and they've got nothing to lose. Atlanta has everything to lose. Mm-hmm. I love the way Detroit's playing right now. Craig Reynolds, that they call him Netflix, um, because he was li- literally watching Netflix on his couch two weeks ago, and they gave him the call once Swift and Williams went down, and Craig Reynolds has come in and been an absolute stud. Uh, Craig Reynolds is running all over people. And so, yeah, I love the Lions getting six points here against an Atlanta team that has shown me nothing to think that they're impressive. Yes, took them two weeks ago – or. Two weeks ago or last week? Two two weeks ago. Two weeks ago they got against smacked. Carolina, but that's because it was Cam Newton. <laughs> um, so yeah, give me the Lions plus the six points here on the road. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's I just don't like Atlanta here. I mean, Atlanta got smacked last week, and obviously we all saw Detroit beat Arizona, who is what top three team in the NFC. I yeah. mean, they have a chance to get the one seed in the NFC. I, I just don't see a way that I don't see Jared Goff playing so bad that he's going to give Atlanta the game. I think after last week, I think he has a ton of confidence. And I think, I, I think the way they were, they played, I mean, he's a targeting St. Brown, which why wouldn't you? Cause he's a fantastic receiver. If they keep, if they play all they did last week, obviously they're going to destroy Atlanta. So plus six, I love it. I love plus six as well. Yeah. I'm even tempted to do, um, I'm even tempted to take money line, but I'm not. I, six points is too much to just yeah. get, get venture to the money line. So, yeah. Lions plus the six. Um, we have a comment in the chat. It says St. Brown named like a Bond villain. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. And he, Ryan versus Goff is like two brands of vanilla <laughs> in a fist fight. And get this guy out of my chat. <laughs> Um, he's not wrong though. I no, mean, they, especially this year, but uh, I like Goff's the end of Matt Ryan. Vanilla. It's the end of Matt Ryan. Yeah. And I, it sucks because Matt Ryan has been just, he's a hall of fame quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Yes. He blew the 28, three lead in the super bowl, but he has an MVP under his belt. Um, and he's got the stats to back it up. And Matt, if Terry Bradshaw's in the, in the hall of fame yep. and Matt Ryan doesn't get in there, it's an absolute sham. It's it's hard to judge because the game is so much different now. I don't care, dude. He threw two more I'm, touchdowns than interceptions. Oh, in his I'm not. I am not Terry advocating for Terry. The most overrated quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Terry Bradshaw should be taken out of the Hall of Fame. I don't. I, I'm a Steeler fan, and I don't think he's good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you. Have, it's just Matt Ryan. I just don't like him. But if uh, I, I, I can't, I lost a train of thought. 
He's, he says, Jared Goff closes the fridge door with his hip and says, boop. <laughs> All right. Comments Matt pretty Ryan good today. Thing. That's what Com- we're getting at here. Comments pretty good today. <laughs> um, so, but Dan Campbell, he better keep his job. He has kept this team in so many close games. The players haven't gotten it done. And honestly, they've got two more wins than I thought they were going to get all year. They mm-hmm. beat Minnesota. They beat Arizona. I think they beat Atlanta. I think they're going to get their third win of the season here. And if Dan Campbell doesn't keep his job, I, dude, how do you not keep a guy around like that? That's a legit players coach. Guys, guys like him. That's like he's thing. not Urban Meyer. Yeah. His yeah. team loves him. It's a complete different chemistry. Like, yeah, no one liked Urban Meyer. No one on the no one on Detroit. I mean, what they have two wins all year. No one's saying like. They, that they don't like him, you know, they're right. all behind and they have his back. You win two games and your players want you to still be there. I mean, I, there's no way he should lose his job. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Lions plus six, one and a half units on mm-hmm. Lions plus six here. So we got yeah. three plays so far. Um, we're running out of games. All right. We're going to have to get some. I don't want to put stuff out there just to put stuff out there, though. I agree. I'd rather get. Oh, baby, I'm going to let you have this one. Here we go. I just. Game of the week, boys. I just. Game of the week. Jaguars at the Jets. Jets coming in at a one point home favorite over under six and a half. What's your pick? (laughs) Under six and a half. Final score. Final score three to two. What is the over under 41 and a half? My goodness. I, I just. You have to, I would lean towards the under, but honestly, if I watch more than five seconds of this game, I'm gonna be really pissed at myself. Even I, if you have red zone on, I don't think you're gonna I, get five seconds in this game. I agree. I don't who who scores? I mean, they're literally just gonna throw pick six. I can Michael see pick Carter, six happening. Michael Carter came off the IR just to go on the COVID list. The Jets have 16 <laughs> players today that went on the COVID list. Yeah, if this I, game gets flexed, they should just cancel just cancel. Yeah. Just give, just give both give, both teams both, a loss. I, I was going to give both a tie. I was going to tie them, but what? I mean, I don't think it matters. But give them, give them both a loss and just cancel the game. Uh, Do not waste my time and flex this game to Monday or Tuesday. If they uh, just please don't, please just get it over with. Just get it out. I don't. I know people like to look for plays in games like this, but it's so hard to even pay attention to these games. There's nothing going on, but if I'm going to play anything, it's definitely going to be the under. I will say that. So if you have the Jaguars versus the Jets, you have the number one overall pick versus the number two overall pick. And it gets flexed to Monday. I'm going to say it now. It will be the least watched Monday football game in the last 25 years. Uh, I would agree. I don't outside of those fan bases, who's watching and how big are those fan bases anymore? Even even with the number one overall and the number two of two overall picks, both quarterbacks, not like a defensive end and a line, Mm -hmm. both quarterbacks. And this gets flexed the Monday. It's going to be, it it has to be, there's no interest in this game. There isn't. I mean, fantasy interest, even if you're in the fantasy playoffs, who who would you have? You're not playing James Robinson. That's it. Yeah, you're right. James Robinson could Robinson. would be played. I mean, you probably have to play him, but I, I just I think I thought uh 
Wilson was going to be a little bit better than he is this year. Granted, he he got hurt. Uh, I I like him. It pains, but me. I, I do like him. I mean, BYU product. I I do like him as a quarterback. But man, Trevor Lawrence has just looked awful. He has looked so bad. I I mean, I know you. I know you're all about against go, him. I know go, that. Go back to the early days of um before it was punch list MMA when it was fistful of cash and you will hear me ranting about how Trevor Lawrence in his sophomore year in college um I said is the most overrated and overhyped quarterback I've seen in a long time and I stand by it and I guess he's on the Jaguars and yes Peyton Manning threw 30 something interceptions his rookie year Trevor Lawrence does not have it and I stand by that um, I truly believe it. I said Justin Herbert was better than him, and, and it, I don't think that there's any. I don't think there's any argument there. Obviously, yes, sure, Trevor Lawrence can turn it around, but I'm not saying he's terrible. But the 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 Andrew Luck type hype that he got is absolutely ridiculous to me. He played ACC defenses, man. He played Pitt. He played Miami. <laughs> he played NC State. He played yeah. Louisville. He played nobody. Yes, he had one really good game in a national championship against Alabama. Sure. But that's one game. I'm not. No. Not doing it. Trevor right. Lawrence is the Mark. Hey, Markel Fultz has turned his career around. And you know what? Healthy. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence, like you said, this year has yeah. been terrible. But I think he's he still has time. Obviously, you're not going to give up on him now. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not going to go crazy. I want to see him progress next year. That's all you can hope for in a young quarterback. If he, he has if to get he better. If he doesn't, it's it. you for a number one overall pick, it's quick to give up on. But if they give up on him, I think another team will want him. I think if they a better team around him. Yeah. But I still don't know if he can pull it off. I really don't either. I've seen a lot of complaints like, oh, his receivers can't get separation, this and that. Um, I watched Marvin Jones have about seven yards of separation on a 20 yard pass for a touchdown. And Trevor Lawrence waited three seconds too long and threw it when the defensive back was literally riding him. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I don't think the, the decision-making is clicking quick enough. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this is the, this is the, just a dumpster fire game of the week. Um, so <laughs> I would, week. I'll go with y'all lean the under 41 and a half in this game. Yeah. Uh, Next game, this would be a good game. I like this. <clears throat> Rams at Minnesota. Minnesota plus three, over under 49 and a half. The Rams um, took care of business against Seattle. Seattle kept it close there for a little bit, but the Rams pulled away. Um, DJ Dallas, pretty questionable non-pass interference call. I thought DJ Dallas definitely should have gotten that pass interference call, and Seattle should have kept that drive alive. Um, but – who knows what's going to – I don't know what they're doing at running back. Sony Michelle had the, the bulk of the carries and went over 100 yards. So maybe they stick with Sony and they keep Daryl Henderson and just try and keep him healthy for the playoffs. But at Minnesota, Minnesota getting three points over under 49.5. I like the over here. Um, the Rams' defense is not what we expected them to be this year. And we know that Minnesota's defense can let up some points. And we know that their offense and Captain Kirk, your boy – has been getting the oh, job man. done. Him and Jay Jettas, um, an absolute dynamic duo. So 
I think the play here would be the over 49 and a half. Um, I say the Rams win this game. I, I don't know, 27, 24, something like that, right mm-hmm. around the spread. And, but <laughs> hit the over. yeah, I agree with that. I like the over, like you said, the Seahawks have played very, very, they haven't played very well this year and they gave the Rams everything they can handle. And like you said, I mean, it should have been called, should have called mm-hmm. the pass interference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever happens in that game, Seahawks probably win that, you know, you know, but um, my man, Kirk, Captain Kirk, baby, I, I personally, I like, I like the, obviously over, but I do, I do like Minnesota plus three upset at home. home. I like them. I would take, I, I, yeah. I mean, if I was going to play that, it's a lean, obviously, because I want to watch that game just for like enjoyment. Yeah, I just want to enjoy game. that game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Jalen Ramsey and Justin Jefferson is going to be fun. It, it, get my popcorn out. Like, that's all I need. Just give me some popcorn. I'm going to watch that, and I'm going to have a good time watching it, and hopefully everyone else does, and just hope for points, get Cooper Cup with four touchdowns or something. Give me that. He's killing it. I mean, <sighs> Cooper Cup, Staff, top five fantasy player of all time. Him and Stafford, their connection is fantastic. It's so good. I love it. So, yeah. but – it's gonna be so much fun. I'm I'm ready for that. That's gonna be one of the better games to watch. And Minnesota can Minnesota secondary is not good. Um, so look for Van Jefferson over the top as well. Mm-hmm. I like Van Jefferson to to get a big touchdown, like 50 plus yards to burn mm-hmm. somebody down the field. Um, all right, here it is. This is the game of the week. Um yeah. yeah. Bills at Pats, Pats minus two and a half, over under 43 and a half. I like the Bills, man. I think the Bills win this game outright. Yeah. I think that I, – I have trouble with this game. Well, I just – I think that obviously the elements played into New England's favor in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the Colts set the recipe for how to pick apart and beat up New England's defense. And I just – I don't know, man. I it's It's so hard for me to think a team to shut down Josh Allen two games in one season. I agree to a de- to to a degree on that. I just I know you being a Patriots fan, I, I don't know if that's coming into effect at all in this play, but I I personally like the Patriots to win the game. I don't wow. I think it's gonna be super tight. I think I I, I trust Bill Belichick, honestly. Okay. That's oh. what I I trust Bill. What do you like as far as the over under? Over under where are we at? 43 and, 43 and a half. And a half. I would lean. I don't. I'm not going to take either one, but I would lean the under. Are we still, that the, are we I, I in Foxborough this weekend. I don't. I don't. I like New England's defense. I think after last week, I think they. I think they take a big step back up. And personally, mm-hmm. I would like. I like Mac Jones. I, I don't. He hasn't played fantastic. Obviously, he went what two for three in the game and one. I mean, the most incredible stat line ever. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, the Patriots have, I think, have a solid run game. I mean, you got, got Harrison Stevenson. I, I, I like both of them. I receiving core obviously isn't what you would probably want. I love Jacoby Myers too. Jacoby, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, Jacoby I, I like Myers. Him. They got two good tight ends. Nikhil Harry got hurt, so that's big for New England. Mm-hmm. Keeping that bum off the field's huge. They run him out there every week, but I still think just keep him off the field and you're good. 
I remember when you were so high on him, dude. I was amazing at Arizona State. I was so pumped when they drafted him. You were so hype. I remember it. You were so excited, and it just nothing. Which now, I mean, he's a guy who can't get any separation. Yes, none. And now, if if they're complaining about you know Mac Jones not being able because his receivers aren't getting separation, it is true in this one case because he gets no separation at all. So here's my thing, and it was brought up in the chat. The Bills, if they lose this game, they're done. Like, I don't think that they make the playoffs. New England can lose this game. Like, they can afford to lose this game. The Bills can't. So the Bills lose, they'd go to 8-7. and seven. Right. New England loses, they go to 9-5. and five. Correct. That's a – Yeah. Well, if they lose, they go to 9-6. and 9-6 and because they but, lost to the Colts. Right. Yeah. I, I just – I think the AFC is so tight. Who, who do the Bills play the last, you know? Well, I know, I think I know New England's got Miami and Jacksonville. Okay, they're not losing. So, <laughs> right. They play, well, neither neither is Buffalo. They have Atlanta and the Jets. They're at home against both of them. So you they think, went, but here's they the thing. go two and three. Do you think 10, 10 wins and will... seven gets a wild card spot in the AFC with how many teams are sitting at seven and seven? I do. I mean, I mean, I don't think. I don't think. So Miami. So my. Okay, let's just go through it. Miami takes a loss. Miami. I think, think Miami losing New England, so that's their eighth loss. Cleveland that, loss. They're playing Green Bay this week. Okay. They're All gonna right. lose. Who's Denver playing? We already went Broncos. We haven't gone over that. They play the Raiders. And I like. I like that. But here's the thing. One of them losing. Both seven and seven. seven. They're both right, seven whatever. and seven. Yeah. All right. So the bills might not be done. Whatever. Okay. Bills yeah, aren't done. I'm, I'm My point. To, bills aren't done. I'm trying Give me to the Patriots. Fake motivation here, and you're shutting it down. I, um, I, hundred percent. I'll shut that down all day because I like the Patriots in this game. All right. I like them to win. All right. I think the Bills win. All right. Cool. Next. All right. <laughs> Bears and Seahawks. Seahawks minus six and a half. Over under forty three and a half. Um. Under. <laughs> I, I I would take under thirty here. Like I, I don't. Seattle, like we said, it, Seattle's offense is not moving the ball well, and I just Justin Fields. I'm not going to get behind Justin Fields nope. to, to give me more than 24 points. I've said it, and I'll say it again. They need to feed David Montgomery the ball. That is how the Bears win games. Give Montgomery the ball. Keep the opposing offense off the field. I mean, when you have a rook, when you have a young quarterback yeah. like him, what do you want? What What have the Patriots done so well with Mac Jones? They run the ball. They yeah. run and run and run. Yeah, sometimes the Bears can't do it because their defense lets up points. That's I get it, but you can't just say we're down seven nothing or we're down fourteen nothing. We're not going to run the ball anymore with our best player or Speak- best offense player. No thanks. Speaking of the Bears defense, and we mentioned Miles Garrett earlier as defensive player of the year candidate, um, Robert Quinn. I think he's three sacks away from breaking Richard Dent in the Bears' single season sack record. Um, that's something that you put on your resume. Hey, I held the record for single season sacks for the Chicago bears with the players that the bears have put out in the history of their organization on the defensive side of the ball. Um, that would be unbelievably impressive. So Robert, I think he's three sacks away from either tying or breaking. Cause I know he got w- at least one this last week and I think he was four. Um, but yeah, I like the under, I like a one unit play on the under 43 and a half here. Yeah, he's he's not even in the top. Oh, I'm sure he isn't. It's just crazy. Like, but he, it's, it's you know, it's. I was just looking up the quick odds for defensive player of the year. Give me the odds here. 
TJ Watt at plus 185 is a favorite joke. Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons are at plus 350. Two. And then Aaron Donald at plus 600. Uh, Diggs at plus 1,000. Then Nick Bosa at 1,400. And Matt Jude on it plus 3,000. No, <laughs> I, I like Matt Judon, but he's, he's not like winning it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't oh, like. Aaron I Donald. don't think TJ Watt is a, a plus one eighty five compared to Garrett and Parsons being plus three fifty. I don't yeah. think it's that head and shoulders. He's above them right yeah. this year. I think they're. He's playing it, fantastic. I don't get me wrong, playing fantastic, but he's not having like all worldly year. I think it. I think that would be like a like a payback. Yeah, um, for him not getting it over Aaron Donald. But here's the thing. Aaron Donald should win defensive player of the year. I mean, the I dude think Aaron gets Donald triple team every time. I think Come he should on be defensive. I think they should announce defensive player of the year going into the season and just give it to Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald. As long as he's healthy, give me, if he's healthy for all the games or even like three quarters of them, give it to him. He's the best defensive lineman we've ever seen play football. In our lifetime, I would say yes. yes. Yeah, Aaron Donald. If not the best defensive tackle mm-hmm. ever. Ever, man. Ever. That's – I think that's an argument for a different – that's so – wow, that's – I watched Aaron Donald. I think it was – was it Isaac Hartung? I think he, I watched him kill Isaac Hartung. Isaac Hartung or Nate? Isaac. Nate. Isaac is – He played – yeah, he played – yeah, he played center when Jake Thompson was a running back. Oh gosh, and I'm pretty that sure that had to be terrible. Yeah, it just blew him up. All right, anyway, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, that was he. Yeah, because he's Nate was way before. Yeah, Nate. Nate was. He's he's older. <laughs> why is he? Why is Julius Peppers has entered the chat? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's it's crazy. It's it's wild. But um, <clears throat> yeah, under forty three and a half, one unit. Yep. All right, next game. I like the road small favor or the home small favorite here. Mm. Uh, Denver at Vegas, Vegas minus one over under at 40, 41 and a half. I like Vegas in this game, man. Um, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater took a super scary hit, yeah. went to the hospital, got carted off with the neck brace on. Um, he's okay, just concussion protocol, but it was super scary. <sighs> so scary, and, man. Dude, anytime you throw Drew, Drew Locke out on the field, I'm taking the other team. Hundred percent. I I don't um, think there's even like a question on who you're yeah. taking here. I mean, if it's minus one, I mean, obviously, I would just take them at minus one twelve for money line. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, don't I'm, even risk the. the I'm the, not risking the tie, the, the push. I mean, yeah, I don't want to tie. I don't want to push. Yeah, give me, give me Vegas minus one twelve. Um, yep. I like two units on Las Vegas here yep. to win this game at home. Like you said. Drew Locke on the field, <laughs> give me whoever he's playing against. Absolutely. Max Crosby. Max Crosby's going to eat him alive. Oof. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Carl Nassib's going to eat his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this gets us to the, the other game that we're going to tease with the um, Vegas, Vegas needs to pay their kicker more. Guy wins every game for him. Chin like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Dude. No, Derek Carr under two minutes is unbelievable. I I, I like Derek Carr. He's so good, man. Yeah, he's so clutch. I mean, yeah, what, I think he didn't play like garbage the first three and three quarters quarter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but he got it done when it counted. 
Yep. And uh, but yes, they did. Well, they did pay their kicker more. They gave him the extension. Yeah, I, I don't. They know. gave I, Carlson I, like a like a four year extension. Yeah, he just wanted to throw that Lord Farquaad in there, which I, know, I yeah. very appreciated that. I know he did. All right, so this is the other game we're going to tease with. Who was it? Eagles. No. Eagles. Yeah. No. Yeah. Eagles. Because it was Eagles or the Chargers, we were just going to take the Chargers at minus nine and a half. So it was Eagles and. All right. That's what it was. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's Eagles. All right. I know. I know. All right. Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs minus seven and a half, over under 44. Obviously, you have Ty Freak and Kelsey and COVID protocol, along with Harrison Butker, um, along with some offensive linemen and some defensive linemen. This game will get flexed. Zero percent chance you don't flex the Kansas City Chiefs to let them get Tyreek and Travis Kelsey back out on the field. Good news for both those guys. They are vaccinated and the NFL has changed their protocol for vaccinated players. Um, So they've got a much better chance of getting back out on the field before this week's over. So I fully expect this game to get moved to Tuesday. They're going to stretch this as long as they can to get those guys back out on the field. And you know what? Regardless, if they don't run Tyreek and they don't run Travis Kelsey out there, give me Miko Hardman. Give me uh, Pringle, give Josh Gordon, who was taken off the COVID list today. Give me Josh Gordon. Um, I like the Chiefs teased in this. We're going to do a six-point teaser. That's minus 140 odds. It's going to be a 2.8-unit play on the Eagles, minus four against the Giants at home, and the Chiefs, minus one and a half against the Steelers at home. Correct? Yeah, that's okay. that's exactly what we want because – like I said, I'm a Steelers fan, and they look pathetic. We've yeah, talked about we've talked about this all year. Their offense is garbage, and they're going up against one of the hottest defenses in the NFL. The Chiefs' defense has completely done. And, um, and when, when have we ever when have we ever said, "Hey, look at this Chiefs' defense"? Oh, dude, <sighs> I'm, yeah, it's crazy. But like Let's the last six, seven weeks, they have completely turned mm-hmm. around, and the defense has. They're like Dallas's defense. The defense has been was winning them games. And then the offense was like, okay, we're going to start clicking here. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Chiefs' defense let up some points against uh, the Chargers last week, but Patrick Mahomes, full gear, baby. Him and Travis Kelsey went off. Yeah, and but here's the thing: it was the Chargers. Yeah, they have oh, yeah. They, you have Justin Herbert, and the Steelers didn't do squat against the Titans. Titans without the best player in the league. Why so, did you, Why did you just say it like that? What? Why did you just say it like that? Why did I say like what? Like what? Titans. Hmm? I, I misspoke. I meant Titans. Titans. Just, you just, said it like you said it like Nick. Nick I, says I, tit- he says Titans, and it really bugs Titans. me. All right. Well, I will say it for like Titans from now on. Um, <laughs> but back to the Chiefs, I would take them with even without Kelsey and Tyreek. I would still take them at minus seven and a half. I think they absolutely destroy Pittsburgh. And but like you said, I think the NFL does everything they possibly can to get this game moved to where Tyreek is playing as well as Kelsey, because Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. So, Oh, man. Real quick. What is this? Somebody said that that Derek Carr wears eyeliner and sings Papa Roach in the shower. He does have – he's like those skeleton eyes that sing. Yeah. They're kind of scary. Do Do you have a second browser open? I do. It's NFL. I didn't. I didn't even know you. I don't know. Close it. It's probably just slowing down your connection. I don't know. Hey, he's new to this. Get off his back. Well, say I literally ran my, you know, my Wi-Fi speed. It said very fast. So yeah. 
Get off me, Dale. Look at him. Look at him. He's in a little dungeon over there. Yeah. All right. It, Chiefs, yeah. So back on track here. We're at an hour and seven minutes here. All right. Chiefs, Chiefs Eagles, six point teaser, minus 140 odds, 2.8 units. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game. Washington at Dallas. Dallas minus 10 and a half, over under 47 and a half. Can Dak Prescott throw two touchdowns in a game? I I would Against like the worst pass defense in the NFL. I would like to say yes, and I would like to feel comfortable in taking Dallas minus ten and a half, but I absolutely do not feel comfortable in any of that with Washington still playing. Not how great many weeks in a row can Dallas's defense bail them out, man? The offense, I mean, it, it, honestly, it might do it again this week playing Washington. The way that offense started off, it was like, oh my god, like this is what we've been waiting for. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mind your business, Ben. Yeah, blink if you're okay, Bob. All right, so I don't know. So if you guys haven't noticed, with bringing in Bob, this has brought in some volume in the chat. Um, so, you know, if you're listening in your car, it's I, I understand it's a little bit tough when we start laughing and you don't know what we're laughing at. And I'm trying to relay that. But this is why you get on the YouTube stream, and this is why you try your best to listen on there as well. Um, but Washington at Dallas, Dallas minus the 10.5. I just don't – I'm going to look – what I want to look at. So right now it's at 47.5, 10.5 point favorite. So you take the 10.5 off, you put it at 37.5, you divide that by two. You're looking at, what, 18.5 points per team. So they're projecting Dallas at 28 points. Um, I think I'm going to side. I think we're going to look at a team total play. Do they have those up? Can you give me Dallas's team total for this game? Mm, it's going to be like 28 or 28. They don't, half, they don't have this game because it's a Sunday night, 821 game. They don't have, they don't have it up on DraftKings or on FanDuel. I mean, bullshit. I hate they that. They don't. All right. Yeah. So we're going to, we're, we're going to look at is we're going to look at Dallas's team total over. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's sitting at 28. I'll take Dallas over 28 points. Yeah, I, I think that I don't love. Eve. I don't like them to cover the spread because here's my thing: backdoor covers. Think as much as we like to think Dallas's offense is due for a game, the defense is is due for a bad game. Like I don't mm-hmm. care how if you have Trayvon Diggs and you have Micah Parsons and you have Randy Gregory and you have Demarcus Lawrence and you have all these guys on your defensive side of the ball, you're you can't be this good all season long. I, you know what I would. But we've been saying about the offense; they can't be this average, right? Bad the whole year, exactly. But it, it, but it stayed the same. I don't think the defense stumbles here, but I don't. Does the offense ever pick up? Yes, no. This game over twenty. I I think that's what I'm I'm thinking. I think Dak might be able to throw three touchdowns this week. Hopefully, I need him. Yeah, boy, do I need him! All right, Monday night game. I think the line's wrong here. Um, you have the Dolphins at the Saints. The Saints coming in at minus three and a half over under at 38 and a half. Fuck, 38 and a half for a football game. NFL football game, 38 and a half. <laughs> Dolphins it, at Saints, Saints minus three and a half. I love, 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 love the hottest team in the NFL right now. Six straight wins. Miami Dolphins going on the road in the dome to cover the three and a half points here. I like Tua and Jalen Waddle. Um, Duke Johnson. Hmm. Absolutely Who? feast. Who oh my guessed? god. Who would have guessed? But he's not gonna do that against the Saints. 
but I do like Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, I, I like I really do like the Dolphins here. I don't think that the Saints, their offense is so porous right now. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to score enough points here. I don't know if they're going to break 14, and I think Miami gets into the high teens, if not the low 20s. So give me Miami plus the three and a half points here. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you as well. I mean, uh, Miami, you know, you went six in a row. I mean, what more could you want? Mm -hmm. Saints are coming off a huge win, obviously, against Tampa. But, I I mean – there, I was also looking at the total for the the points. Mm-hmm. So for the Saints, their over is 20 and a half. So and they have, wait, hold on. They have the Monday night team totals out, but not the Sunday night. Yep. That's because COVID protocol for Washington right now. Yeah. Okay. So, but they have Miami's at over 17 and a half at even money. But I don't know because I, I, I think I, could, I, I think they win this game 17 to 10. I agree. I think it could be a low one. I think I personally think they're going to get into the twenties. I don't think the saints are going to go back to back weeks and play that. I don't think they play that stellar this week. And like you said, the line should definitely be flipped mm-hmm. with, you know, with my, you went six straight. I think that, like you said earlier, everyone's looking at what happened last week. Yeah, recency bias. Recency bias. And that is, fact right here with this line and i think it's i think everyone needs to take advantage of it now when we mentioned recency bias it's it's a one week thing because you could say oh yeah you're it's recency bias to pick miami because they've won six straight no that's that's a large sample size that's not just them beating tampa and shutting them out nine to nothing Mm. um yeah miami plus the three and a half points i like that as a two unit play for the monday night game I had a question here. It says, who's got more swagger, Burrow or Heineke? I think Burrow's got more swagger. Heineke just has – He has it. Yeah, it's just a little He has it. Bigger. He's got that Trevor, Brett, Brett Trevor, Favre's. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have it. Heineke does. Heineke does. <laughs> Give me Heineke. And I stand by it, and I've said it multiple weeks in a row, he's the best bad quarterback in the NFL. Yes. And you, you obviously have the tiers. You have yeah. the top tier – you know, your, your middle tier, and then you have the, you know, your bad quarterbacks. You have the last 10 in the league. And, and that, he is definitely right there. He's, he's, he's definitely like one. what, like 21, like he's, yeah, he's the 21st, you know, like he's definitely the one up there, but I mean, last year in the playoff game, I mean, my oh, goodness, man, he, so much did he ball out or what? I so much fun. That rush, the rushing touchdown where he laid his body on the line. Was oh, great. Man, what a, he does was it's some Heineke. You can oh, tell I mean. that his idol. I mean, he said his idol is Brett Favre, and he has, he has he a does. very similar. I will take any hit I need to, to make a play kind of mentality mm-hmm. that Brett Favre had. But he doesn't have an addiction to painkillers like Brett Favre, so that's going to catch up to him. And let's let's just hope he doesn't send out pictures like Brett Favre. Yeah, don't want that. One of the most embarrassing dick pics ever. Oh my gosh, that is just man. When I think of Brett Favre, I don't think of the all-time great anymore. Right. I don't think of I don't think of him throwing that pass for the when he was with the Vikings to win the game. And I think of him sending out that dick pic. Yeah, and it's just real. It terrible travesty. Oh god. Yeah, it looks it looked like somebody trying to shove a cucumber through a turtleneck. <laughs> 
Oh, All right, so recap on what games we're playing here. So we've got the 49ers minus three on Thursday night. That's a two-unit play. Um, then we go to the Chargers minus nine and a half at minus 120 odds. That was a three-unit play. Chargers at Texans minus nine and a half. We have the 2.8-unit teaser on the Eagles minus four and the Chiefs minus one and a half. We have one and a half units on the Lions plus six at Atlanta. We have one unit, I believe, <clears throat> on the over 49 and a half in the Minnesota versus the Rams. Um, we have one and a half units, was it? On Vegas minus one. Or, yeah, two units. <clears throat> two units on the money line. On Vegas money line at minus mm-hmm. 112. And then <clears throat> the looking at Dallas's team over once that comes yep. out. Um, and then <clears throat> two units on the Dolphins plus the three and a half on the road at New Orleans on the Monday night game. So those are the plays for the week. Um, we found, I think we found some value here in a week that I really mm-hmm. don't love too much. Once we went through it and talked through it, I do like it. Um, I appreciate you stepping up here and coming in and being the co-host from here on out. I'm going to have to get that logo changed. I'm going to have to get it enlarged to fit you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it happens. That's okay. We'll get it, we'll get it taken care of. I'll, I'll contact the guy that made the logo. I think I get like three free revisions. So we'll get you subbed in there. What jersey do you want on? Are you kidding me? Give me Heath Miller. Or does it have to be active player? No, it doesn't have to be an active player. Okay, Heath Miller. Warren's wearing a in the in the picture. He's wearing a Mark Brunell jersey. Oh, I do like that. So, but yeah, give me Heath Miller. Okay, we'll give you Heath Miller. Best tight end of all time. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Most underutilized, talented tight end. I I would agree. They he he did not get used the way that he should have. I mean best receiving tight end in college when he was at Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, and um, literally he was, he turned into one of the best blocking tight ends. I know. Yeah. And then well, he was just hard nosed guy did what he needed to do for his team. And mm-hmm. I respect that. And that's why I think he is so well-respected throughout the league. Yep. Um, real quick. I want to talk about this. Um, as far as you know, I, I've disliked Tony Romo for a long time. As far as his commentating, everybody loved it and thought he provided great insight. But Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are an absolute disaster. I was watching the Chargers and Chiefs game, and Parham got absolutely slept, knocked out cold, rigor mortis, arm stiff. And all Troy Aikman could talk about was he couldn't hold on to the ball. He dropped it, he dropped a wide open touchdown. He hit his head with control of the ball and went stiff. And they didn't mention him being hurt until almost a quarter later. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was terrifying with the, when he went stiff and there was no mention of it. And I just, I don't like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck together. I just, I don't know. Yes. I don't like them either. I think it was, I, it was awful that they, what, how they reacted to him getting yeah. hurt. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh man, like, I hope he's all right. You know, yeah. I mean, I hope he recovers quick. I, was, I think you don't want to take away from the game and you don't want to draw attention to the injury, but quit, I mean, quit mentioning how he dropped a pass when he's sleeping. Yeah. I, I mean, you have to, though. You it's have terrifying. to address the, the injury. Yeah. Like, you, I know you don't want to harp on it, but I mean, the dude 
I mean, dude, you didn't know if he was alive for a minute. Like, uh, he, dude, he was so stiff, so stiff. Scary. So, yeah, I, I don't like. I mean, like you said, Romo. I think Romo's okay. I don't mind him. I would rather have him. I'd rather have him. Tell me, I'd rather have him than both of them. I'd rather have him than Aikman and Buck. Get those two out of here and off my TV. Yeah, they're not good. No, yes, yes. This is one of my favorites. Um, so when Wes Welker got hit by the dirtbag himself, Ryan Clark against the Steelers. I mean, I'm talking flush as can be helmet to helmet. Um, there is an audio clip. I'm sure you can find um, when they escorted Wes Welker to the sideline and they asked him, they said, do you know where you're at? And his response was Easter. I yeah. mean, you don't want to that dude. Speaking of all the players that have suffered from CTE and stuff, and it's not a joke by any mm. means. I mean, it's it's legit chemistry in the brain that is affecting players later on in life. Wes Welker. Mm. They had he had to wear a special, like a special padded helmet. He was still good, but teams did the right thing and would not sign him uh, yeah. based off of his head injuries. At that point, you're just you're looking out for the man. Like I don't care how good he was. I, I love. I mean, he played great when he was in Miami, and then New England got him. And I, I, you can't risk somebody's future for a game. It's just answer that. Who's better, Wes Welker or Julian Edelman? I have my preference. I'm gonna go Welker. Oh, I'm. A, I'm gonna. I love Julian I love, Edelman. I love Jules. I mean, if you flip a coin, I would take either one of them. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, but. He was, this was back before they, you know, obviously when they did punt, you know, you, he returned punts, he returned kicks. And I mean, why did Bill Belichick want him? Cause he couldn't yeah. freaking stop him. Yeah. He couldn't love, stop him when he was with Miami. So I, I, I love, but Edelman, I love him too, but I'm going West Walker personally. I, I love Julian Edelman's overall attitude and just, I, I will take off the biggest dude on the field's head. I, that's, wasn't he a lacrosse player? No, was that, that was Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Chris yeah. Hogan played lacrosse at Penn State. Yeah, that. But Julian Edelman, best Jewish player of all time. Facts. I, yeah, I would. I would say so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah we'll go with that. I dude, I love Julian. Who's Edelman. second? Yeah. Who's second? Yeah, Dale. Yeah. Come on, chat. Who's second? Not nothing. Nothing yeah. for me. Okay. Great. Of course. Um. All right, so real it's this is you know Christmas coming up in four days. Um I want to hold on. Hey, no, I'm not gonna read that. Dale from Punchless MMA is in the chat. Dale, do you have a second to join in here? Because I want to do a snake draft of something Christmas related. Can you can you spare us five minutes of your time? Waiting. Wait, this is great. This is great podcast right here. Just dead silent. Yeah, you kind of don't want that in a podcast. That's all right. It's, come it's on. Fine. Come on, Dale. Come on, Dale. 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 We can try. When you add three guys, it might slow it down a little bit. But um I want to do a snake draft. Um, we'll do a we'll Mount Rushmore um of the best Christmas songs of all time. And favorite um, Christmas songs of all time. Right, go ahead, start doing your research. I am because I know the number one. I'm gonna get, and I'm. You know what? I'm gonna give you first pick. 
You're gonna give me first pick. Yeah, you're new. You're 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 the new guy here. I'll give you first pick. But I, we'll wait. We'll wait for Dale. You calm down. I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. I got excited. All right. So he says, send me a guest link here. All right. So if you're listening on the um on the podcast, you can just fast forward here a couple minutes. Um, I'm gonna add Dale to this real quick. I don't know what that send me click the bottom and send oh share invite invite okay and email all right I need your email I know what your email is don't say it you doing your research Bob mm-hmm okay good mm-hmm 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 yeah Okay, we want to compose a new email. Mm, let me see. I need to. All right. Invite has been sent. So we're going to add Dale from Punchlist MMA here. And we're going to go Snake Draft Mount Rushmore of our best Christmas songs of all time. Go. Go. All right. I'm very excited for this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it up on Instagram. We're going to get a vote. Of who had the best draft. Man. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get this one. I, I got like. I like my first pick. But. This is making for great. This is great radio. What are you talking about? Fantastic. I don't understand radio. the problem here. I don't either. If they would join. I mean, that'd be. Yeah. All right. So listen. Um, college football. I don't know if there's any. So. The playoffs. What are the lines on the playoff games? Let me look real quick. All righty, where are we at here? There we go. Add him to the stream. What the <laughs> hell? What are you wearing? Yes. I love it, Dale. Is that a Maryland Terrapins Christmas sweater? It is. Oh my <laughs> goodness! You look like you just woke up from a twelve-hour slumber. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been watching your show. <laughs> all right, so listen, we're gonna do a Mount Rushmore snake draft here. Okay. Best Christmas songs of all time, and all we're gonna right, give Bob good. first pick. I'm gonna right, get my paper here. Bob, it's just I'd... like it's just like fantasy football. Give me the first pick. I'll show you a last place team. Okay, Bob. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure we know what you're going with here. All I, all I want for Christmas is you. Okay. Bye, and Mariah Dale, Carey. Dale, since you're the guest, I'm going to give you second pick. Uh, Mary, did you know? Best, I, best I like Christmas song of all time. Yeah. I like it. I don't think it's a number one overall or a number two overall choice, but well, Mary, I do like it. Did you? Big fan. Know. All right. Personally, I like the sweater, Dale. 
Thank I think you. the sweater is absolutely ridiculous, but okay. I like it. Um, it's, a, it's actually custom. It says punchless MMA on the back. Does it really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it. Oh, for God's sakes, he's not kidding. Wow. Wow. All right, Dale. All right. <laughs> this is tough. I, I yeah. Took the okay, top, all right. We took so, the top two. So give me. I, I, I said we <laughs> top three songs for each people. I'll, I'll say <laughs> because I personally like this song a lot. Give me Santa Baby. Okay. Okay. And then, oh, I get back to backs. All right, yeah. Santa Baby and Feliz Navidad. Let's go on. <laughs> Dale? Go tell it on the mountain. Yes, guy. Good Lord. All right, Bob, back to back. All right. Give me some Michael Buble. Give me, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Okay. I, I, I appreciate that you chose the Michael Buble version. I mean, is there another version? I don't, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay. And then obviously my wraparound pick. Yes. Give me the great Bruce. Santa Claus coming to town by Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Hey, it's the boss. Mm. Man, I top my top three choices are pretty good, man. I might might get voted best on on this. Dale. All right. So Man, I don't know. Um, I think just maybe what, just the Grinch song. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know That's what it good. would be called, but I, I'll just go with the Grinch song. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" by Jackson mm -hmm. Five. Yeah, and then <laughs> with, with my last pick, uh, give me "Last Christmas" by Wham. See that? See how that, that that's you get one more pick, dude. I know, but that's Wait. where I was. Oh, you do? I do. I do. Yeah, you get one more pick. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that's my third pick. Give me "Last Christmas" by Wham, and then Ooh. I've got. I know my number four. I know what it is. All right. Wait. So wait, that that is four. For no, you. that that's my that's oh wait oh. That is four. For okay, you. okay. It's only four. Yeah, yeah. We're doing four. Mount Rushmore. There's only four people on Mount Rushmore, Bob. Donald Trump wasn't added to Mount Rushmore yet. I thought he was. That's my fault. All right, so I'm gonna cancel out the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, and give me the controversial song of 2019, "Baby It's Cold Outside." Oh god. Give me the date rape song. You would. Go Baby there. It's Cold Outside. Wait a second. Wait a second. You can't take away your 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 third pick and keep your fourth. You you, you don't get the why I picked off. back to back. Right. So you've already provided with your two picks. So you're done. You, just because you thought you had a fifth pick doesn't mean you get to go back. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Nope. That's no, fine. No. Go ahead. Dale picks. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I, I actually actually the only version of that song I like is from Elf when um he starts singing at the very end. That that's really it's really the only I that's a song that song is is not one that I particularly care for. Um, I am all I'm I'm a big fan of the um, Carol of the Bells, just the instrumental Carol of the 
bells. Dun, 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 dun. I just yeah. that gets me that gets me hyped. So yeah, get you all no, gassed no up. Lyric, but it gets me hyped. Carol the bells. Okay, it does. So Dale, you had Mary. Did you know? Go tell it on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Carol of the bells. And what was your third pick? Love it. What was your third pick? Um, mm. I don't know. You want to go back? I can't remember. There we go. You ruined it. All right, Bob. What's your last pick? Oh, the Grinch. The Grinch song. The Grinch song. Grinch song. Grinch song. Grinch song. This is one of my favorites of all time. I didn't think either one of you were going to pick it, so I saved him for last. Ah, uh, it's the Heat Miser song. Have you ever seen? What? Have you ever seen the Heat Miser song? Seen it or heard it? Heard it, but seen the movie. Sorry. What's the movie? Shut up. The Year Without a Santa Claus. The Year Without a. I've never seen that movie. All right. I'll find. I'll find a new co-host. Wow. A new we, co-host. <laughs> wow, and it's. I, I really can't believe nobody said. Song. I, I really thought then nobody said what hippopotamus. I thought hippopotamus was coming. Oh yeah, I can't stand that song. <laughs> I hear it on the radio at work, and I just want to punch it. <laughs> Get that out of my face! All right, punch well, the seminary. Yeah, I'm going to punch that radio out. I appreciate the guest appearance. I don't appreciate the sweater. Um, <laughs> who do they play in the bowl game? Did they make a bowl game this year? They had to. Have, yeah, who do they play? Um, Let's see. Maryland yeah. bowl game. Probably like Old Dominion or something. 170 bowls. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Detroit bowl. There we go. Yeah, that's a banger. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, if you're bored and want to get on Halo, I'm getting on Halo. We will talk to you later. Real, hold on a second. Real quick. Real quick. Yes, real quick. What's, your, what's the worst Christmas song of all time? Mine's Christmas Shoes. The worst Christmas song of all time. Oh. Oh, man, Dale. Come on now. Oh. Have you have you heard Christmas shoes? It's the worst. Yeah, I, I have, but uh, okay, I'm gonna take worst. a lot of heat for this. Um, but I think probably the most overrated Christmas song is "White Christmas" by Bing Crosby. Mm. I really don't like that song. Merry 2021 of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves on that note. All right, so listen, this is an hour and 34 minutes. The last 24 minutes have been a disaster, um, but you got the plays, and that's it. Um, I'm going to put my yeah, little put hat hood back up. up here. Yeah, there you Bob, go. Bob, any parting words, anything you want to say, I appreciate you coming on, and I look forward to what you have to bring. So when the NFL season ends, another reason why I wanted you as the co-host is because you're the only person I know that's as big as big of an NBA fan as I am. Mm-hmm. Love it. I um, love sit, you were sitting here watching the dude, Magic I, play the I'm, Hornets or was, something like that. I, we yeah, I'm watching the – it was the Hawks in Orlando, and Orlando oh, sucks. But That's John Collins. You have to watch that. I, like it is. John Collins on TV. It was. It, you know who it reminds me of? MJ. MJ's on TV. You watch him. I'm going to watch John Collins. But I do love NBA. I'm very excited for NBA season. Um, can't wait for more times to do this, you know, more than merrier. Yes. Tis the season. Tis the season. Every single week, Wednesday. Um, I'm yeah, I'm I really do appreciate you stepping up big here because I'm sick of talking to myself. Yeah, this is uh, awesome. I love it. I, love I don't it. know. It'll be good. NBA is gonna be fun. We're gonna do you and I, we're not gonna bring Dale in, but we will do more of these like uh these snake draft, Mount Rushmores. 
as far as the NBA goes and the NFL. Mm, um, I'm a big fan. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, and we're gonna leave you with one of my draft picks here. This is one of my favorite songs, and I have a dancing a cat one. sweater to this song <laughs> as well that lights up. Um, but Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year and Feliz Navidad. Fuck the bills, go Pats.